I am Bams, and I am your storyteller, and I am joined by my wonderful cast. I'm Jupiter, and I play Missy, forever teen, misunderstood, emo. Hi, I'm Oz. I play Arthur Subchak, the Nosferatu. Uh, hi, I'm Super Cookie, and I play Coco, the Gangrel. This is Cotton, and I play Terrence, the Tremere. We are going to pick up right as you are leaving the mall. Yes. Where he did he did feed there, by the way. I forgot to add that part. He did. He was offered an opportunity to uh, catch a quick bite on his way out, which he took advantage of. How would you like to get a quick bite? What kind of role would you like to make to uh, ascertain your effectiveness in having a quick bite? What he's going to do is actually uh, completely by the book he's going to find someone who's off a bit by themselves maybe someone waiting for their significant other to get done shopping and he's just going to go uh chat him up you know plop on that little couch that's in between the uh the fake ferns so let's let's uh let's fix terrence's understanding of the crime mall here uh it's not a nice place and it is oh this is a abandoned mall right <laughs> yep a not great mall so it, it's patroned right like like people shop here Yes, there are stores here, but it's not like good stores. Like there's a pawn shop here that will uh, do some stuff. Uh, Madam Fina's. Did we ever name it? I don't remember if we ever named it or not. Madam Fina's Emporium. Ah, yes. A lot of people uh, buying gold. A lot of people buying gold and then immediately moving out. Uh, there are a bunch of what would be easily identifiable as Jimmy's guys is they all have this 80s aesthetic to them. Um, they seem to be doing loose gang security. Like, they are clearly watching over the place. They are not... How's the, They're not, like, super organized gang people, but they are a squad of dudes that are obviously taking take an interest in the protection and well-being of the mall. Are they all by each other in like a gaggle or are they like spread throughout as like security postings? Uh the, yes and no. There are big groupings of them, but every once in a while somebody breaks off to go take a snack, not take a snack. You're going to try and take a snack, but to go take a loop, maybe go outside for a cigarette, maybe, you know, find a bathroom for some harder drugs. Um I will also remind you that you have gotten your ass beat with two points of aggravated damage and one point of superficial damage which we will deal with in a little bit yeah so uh we're gonna look for the most desperate person coming from the most desperate gold buying store there is you know i want i want to see someone who's like pensive looking at that piece of jewelry way too long on the way in cool what do you think your role would be to to find this people to judge your effectiveness here at fine oh at, at at sussing out desperation oh let's see what we got uh, probably etiquette is kind of you know it, it's or let's see that would be one oh, investigation awareness are all kind of like there streetwise uh any of those sound good to you insight with, good old fashioned insight with which kind of uh with which attribute? Oh, let's see. I'd probably go with 
intelligence. I'm going to say inside intelligence. Cool. Uh-huh. Feels closish. You know, we're analyzing. We're inciting. Sure. Uh, go ahead and roll it. We'll see. Let's see how it is. Uh, unfortunately, one success is not going to be good enough. You are welcome to spend willpower to re-roll, in this case, two dice. But We would like to do that. That is up so how do I how do I roll just two dice? So underneath the willpower thing, there's a WP reroll button. Uh-huh. And it'll ask you how many dice to reroll. I want to reroll two. Oh, that's better. Oh, oh shit. Now do I subtract something? No. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. So on your willpower tracker, the boxes, uh, you will click one until it turns into a slash. And that will indicate the, that you have taken. Ones? Yep. Okay, gotcha. Perfect. You have now taken a point of superficial willpower damage that will heal into the next night. Because uh, Terrence is a little desperate too. Yeah, I can't imagine why. Uh, so you just crit, not a messy crit. So it's it's all all good crit. Uh, <laughs> can can you succeed without messy critting in this game? Is that a mathematical possibility? Uh, you can apparently. So uh, I will point out a couple of things here. One, uh, you can't feed down to zero without killing somebody. Granted, after the night you've had, maybe you want to kill this person. That's up to you. Uh, two, you could rouse to heal the superficial damage that you have uh, and then slake two hunger off of this person because you, you ace the roll real good, uh, which would then get you back down to one. Or you could do both of those things. If you wanted to, to we're not going to kill this person because, as established in the prior session, he is going to be on his P's and Q's. This is the domicile of the new Coterie leader, the new power player, the people that he's one of the few people to know about. So he is going to do the other thing. So you said, I, I'm, not, I'm a little bit out, out of my depth on the mechanics. I know that I have two X's and a slash on my health. You're saying this can be, like, sucked up? So, uh... The slash is superficial damage. You can heal that anytime you want just by rousing the blood. Okay. I wish to do that. How do I do that? Mechanically. There's all the way down the bottom, there is a rouse check button. It's all the way down on the bottom and to the left. Perfect. Uh, And now you can go ahead and click that until it becomes red again. All right. So we have just the two X's. We have three little red happy boxes. Those will deal about when you wake up tomorrow. Cool. I'm sure there's going to be nothing wrong with that. Right now, everything's fine. Everything is coming up, Terrence. <laughs> kind of like Millhouse, but not at all. Uh, the next step is because you crit and you got five successes, you have a lot of opportunity, or I guess I shouldn't say opportunity, I should say narrative control over this person that you have found to feed from. Uh, if you don't want to invent any kind of cool details about them, don't. Cool. If is there's he, some other benefit you want to get out of them, we can talk about that. Is Terrence visibly injured at this point, or has his wound sort of been like glossed over from the rousing that was just performed? Your the wounds that you have are aggravated damage, so they are significant things. Like your entire eye socket is clearly broken, bruised, and just fucked. Oh wow. Shit. Um like it's aggravated damage is significant damage that a vampire can't just like grab your nose, give it a crank, and be all good. So 
the rest of your wounds, well, we didn't really detail what they are, so they're welcome to be whatever you want them to be. Okay, um, uh, so he are, is going... You are visibly hurt. Visibly hurt. Okay, we're going to uh, take the collar of our nice tweed suit jacket and turn it up. Try to, like, hide some of this stuff. Maybe drag some hair across the uh, the front of the eye socket that's all completely jacked. And we're going to find a, uh, a very... Uh, let's see, someone in their early 20s, ish, late teens, somewhere in there, who is, like, pensively waiting outside of a gold sales place. You know, this kind of nervous person clearly trying to pawn something that is important to them, that's special to them, but they need the money. And they're sort of in that uh, soul-searching moment before they go into the uh, the den of scum and villainy that is the 24K, 24-hour pawn shop uh, in the mall. And he's going to sort of like hide in an alcove, like where the ATM is, or like the path to the bathrooms are. That little like weird to short alcove. <laughs> and I imagine like a, a, a blinking light, like a light that hasn't been quite fixed. It's one of those fluorescent lights that's on, on its last legs and like makes a buzz, buzz every time it goes on and off. And we're going to post up there with an earshot. Uh, is there any kind of special thing you want to get out of this person for your crit, or do you just want to, you know, if you don't have something, I can find something pretty easily. In terms of, like, about them? Uh, so, like, you crit, right? So, sure, you succeeded, and you get you get your blood. But I wasn't sure if because of the crit, if you wanted anything in particular that some clue, some kind of... Uh, some kind of side benefit besides just the blood you would get out of them. Oh. If you have oh, nothing damn. in mind, I have an idea. Go for it. Uh, where's that? I imagine like a, like a college freshman-ish age person, you know, someone who's like 18, 19, uh, and they're probably like, you know, kind of like a punk dressed. They're in this, this, this edge of town where that's kind of cool. I mean, I, I think I know the perfect person, and I'm willing to bet that at least two other people could take a guess as to who it might be. Oh, oh fuck. Are we digging deeper? Let's keep going. <laughs> Let's get this excavator going. Uh, Let's dig deeper. <laughs> sure. Uh, so the idea that I have is for person right in that age group. Uh, she is young. She's African-American. She is got that look of a junkie looking for something. Um, do you want to do you want to feed before or after they go into the pawn shop? Oh, before. Okay, so leave them with their uh, are you going to rob them or are you just going to... Oh, completely. Are you going to take their family heirloom? Yeah, it's a trophy. Okay. Uh, in that case, Coco, what is something that Jade would have that she would consider pawning for drug money? Um, a necklace that, you know, she, I'm pretty sure that it was her mom's. It looks like it's like real gold and it says, um, baby. Cool. So, uh, that is the necklace that you get. Does it, is it just say baby, like in calligraphy letters or is it, yes. uh, gold, okay, so it's not like a locket or anything. Nope. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, this is what you what you get off of them and what you do with that is up to you. Which you don't have to do anything with it right now, but I'm going to go over onto your, your character sheet and I'm going to make a little note. Uh, I'll just put it, I guess, down here in Boone's 
Baby gold necklace. Shade was going to pawn it. Can you roll me your resolve plus blood potency? Ah, uh, plus one for your... Or I'm sorry. Resolve plus blood sorcery plus one. Ah. I do not see blood sorcery. I have blood magic, right? Uh, so down in disciplines, right? You click... I think it's the one all... I have... Do you want to read the disciplines, or...? No. Okay. Uh, I, I can just... I can just do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck me. Uh, so that's six successes. Art, I found where all of your good dice went. <laughs> the fucking Tremere took him. To hunting Jade? Yeah. Poor I girl. I who was. Cool. Uh, in the process of consuming this young girl's blood, you will, towards the end, there's a little, you know, you swallow, you're like, ah, and there's that little aftertaste, just like with a fine wine. The uh, the aromas, the aromatics, the, ah, you don't drink wine, so I don't know. But uh, you realize that this person has consumed vampiric vitae within the past month or so, that they are a ghoul. Because you crit again with six successes, if there is a follow-up question or two, I am happy to supply answers. Cool. cool. Does Coco have any um, or, or have like any habits? Does she does she smoke, drink? I mean, I don't know if she would have left those behind. Uh, Coco, do you think anything that Terrence would have picked up on after the time of uh, you sort of working for him? She's been chewing her nails a lot lately because, you know, she hasn't been allowed to, like, do anything fun. But, no, she doesn't, like, smoke cigarettes or anything. But, you know, sometimes she will seem a little out of it. So, you know, that she probably likes to partake from, like, some fun people. <sighs> An aftertaste of pepper. Just that little pop. Just that little pop of Vitae right at the end yeah. there. And does he, does he recognize that this is? Does he, does he like have that image of 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 Coco and, and exploits happening, or would he would he just know it's uh, something in general? With a crit, I could. I'm happy to let you know the clan of the person who uh, has been keeping the school, at the very least, most uh, most commonly, uh, and that would be Gangrel. There's that earthy aftertaste that you know comes when. Members of your clan like to sleep in dirt. Right. Yeah, so he, he's going to... He'll call out to her and get her attention. <sighs> Say something about, uh, you know, how the desperation wafts off of her. And as she comes over, he'll just use his vampiricness to bowl her over. I assume that's how that works. And, uh, yeah, and take a, take a bit of a feeding. With your roles tonight, you are happy to... Or you are welcome to feed in whatever manner that is. Yes, and as he as that last pop of flavor explodes in his mouth, and he sort of relieves her of that necklace, and he looks at it and he goes, "Oh, baby!" And then he just sort of like with one hand pushes her back, uh, and she like stumbles and falls down, dazed, and he just walks away with the with the necklace in between his fingers. Uh, do you then just go home and get ready for the next night, or? 
Well, uh, and just for clarity, you didn't want to kill her, right? Right, right. He's because right. uh, that would be not cool, and we're not doing anything not cool anywhere where King Art is. We're just gonna be real cool. We're gonna be real chill about shit. The, the coolest of cool. <laughs> yeah, he's a bit of an asshole, but that's fine. And she's a human; he's a not, so it's fine. Cool or not, you know. And how is he to know? He's <sighs> gonna head back, somewhat invigorated, somewhat sore. Uh, trying to avoid anything, any, we probably have to take the long way back, you know, because if you go the more common routes, people might see a shattered face, droopy eye, and want to call the police or a paramedic or something, and that's not necessary right now. We're just going to take a long, loopy little way back to our domicile in the basement of the library, sleep it off, and try again. Awesome. When you wake up the next evening a uh, little bit of bookkeeping for one go ahead and heal uh your willpower damage cool Kaduk. roll a rouse check for waking up cool roll three rouse checks to heal a point of aggravated damage oh one more oh no w- one more it's Three for aggravated damage and one for waking up. Oh, okay. God. Art. Uh, Am I good at dice? You're you're good at dice. That was four <laughs> yep. successes on four rouse checks. Uh, you can turn one of your health boxes back to red. Uh, the other one you'll have to wait to the next morning or the next evening to be healed. Okay. Are we still visibly fucked up in a way that would like? freak people out, or we visibly fucked up in a way that might gain attention? Uh, this is kind of up to you at what point you are you are fucked up here. Like, it could be your face, it could be some broken ribs from some body shots that you took. It could be however you want this to to manifest with one. Okay. What we're going to do is, you know, we're kind of health conscious now. We're going to put on one of those uh, surgical masks. You know, or those, not surgical masks, yeah. The, uh, not the E95, just a basic cloth mask, you know, that people might wear when they're feeling a bit under the weather or if they're health conscious. Excellent. Uh, and then you're you awaken in your haven. Your paranoia compulsion from last night is long since gone. Uh, can you just paint me a picture of where you put this baby necklace? Sure. So he's got a private room in that library. Sandy, it would be insane for her to go in there. She better not fucking go in there. And he's got a um, a like an end table, and it has a series of drawers like built into it. And he opens up one of the drawers, pulls it out, and there is one of those little like plastic sorting boxes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, there's a few other trinkets in there. There's a there's a cigarette lighter. There is a uh, like a ring. Just a just a golden band, and uh, he moves some little dividers around because this is long, has a little bit more space to it. You don't just crumble it up. And he sets it in there, and then methodically closes the lid, snaps it back, puts it in the drawer, slides the drawer shut. I do have to ask that golden band, which I presume is a wedding band. Uh, the person that you took that off of, were they in a similar situation, or did you just rob them? Just yeah, it's 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 a similar thing. It's sort of a it's it's sort of a a go-to move when you're uh, down and out 
in the uh, in the streets of the big city to to sell your wedding ring to try and get some cash, and you just rob that that poor person. Yeah, because the you know people say hunger is the best spice. It is, but the second best spice is desperation. <laughs> nice. Uh in that case, is there anything you want to do before leaving your haven to get out and get on with your night? Well, we should probably see how uh, you know how our books are looking. You know, they need to be maintained. They haven't been too stressed. I think we had a visitor recently, but that's about it. Uh, but he's just going to go over them, you know, peruse them a bit, maybe research in anything he can find about this mall or its occult nature. I believe he knows a lot. Already. He had researched things prior to it. But if there's anything there that you wanted to explore that could be interesting, he might be perusing books on occultic architecture, for example. Maybe. Uh, a thing that is waiting for you is a... Uh... A, a spiral bound, you know those things they have at the print shops where they're not like the metal spirals, but they're the plastic spirals. Yeah. That, there is a one of those that has that journal book, the thing that you got from Emma Conway, uh, that included a bunch of occult shit that Sandy has made a copy of for you. There is a USB stick on top of it that is presumably a digital copy of it. And the book itself is next to that with a little sticky note with a little heart on it. And uh, that is amongst the things that you can look into tonight, unless there is something more pressing given the events of last night. No, we, we're all, we, we are well rested and a little refreshed, a little worse for wear. This is some good sit-back-and-read time. So we're going to get that binder, get that USB stick, and we're going to see what uh, old Sandy left me. Sure. Uh, this sounds like a intelligence and a cultural. All righty. Uh, no blood magic in this. No blood magic specialty in this. Damn. Uh, with four successes... Would you like this to be faster, or would you like to to really spend time and invest your evening into this? Ah, uh, probably. He, he is probably going to spend his time, because this is a lot going on. And he's safe here. He feels safe here. He's still a little beat to shit. <sighs> Anything he can find out. His, his, only, his only weapon is knowledge, as was harshly reminded uh, to him by the Fist of Jimmy. So, you know, stick stick. You need to stick to, uh, or what's the phrase? Leave with the one who brought you to the dance. So, so learning. Yeah. A good old-fashioned book learning. Cool. Uh, in that case, how do I, where do I want to start with this? Um, in here is a bunch of, I don't want to say magical mumbo-jumbo because it's all magical mumbo-jumbo, but this is stuff that is, mixing a lot of different occult practices together that for someone like Terrence who has performed rituals, who has done actual magic that follows some kind of sense. So, like you have your sacred geometry, you have your architecture stuff that you're doing, you, you know, your, your pyramids, your times a day, that kind of stuff. This seems to go off of 
all kinds of stuff. There are a handful of different uh, handwriting types, samples, I guess is the word, in here, as if this has been passed from person to person. Um, there is a lot of focus. Like if you were to say that the sauce is alchemy and then people are like, okay, well, I took your marinara, your alchemy, and I added some chicken and penne and cheese and I made a, a baked ziti with chicken in it. And somebody else is like, well, I took your marinara and I added spaghetti and meatballs. So this feels um, this is a combination of efforts. Would Terrence know? And it's yeah, th- 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 yeah. That's my question. Would Terrence know if this is one person who took a series of uh, like a chain of different spellcasting traditions and then merged them, or is it a bunch of people working together from various traditions being merged together live? Or would or would he just not know? Would he just know that there's different hands in the it, there are different influences in general? So Terrence is aware of thin bloods and some of the weird stuff that they can do uh including in that is what has been begun to be called thin blood alchemy as not quite a discipline but as effects that thin bloods can usually replicate with similar processes like if you were to take two thin bloods of uh what's the word of similar skill i guess and you had them use their watered down blood and these ingredients and follow these steps they should produce these sorts of effects sometimes it doesn't work because thin bloods are weird but most of the time it it could and this looks like some thin blood started figuring shit out and either they made a copy of this book and started passing it off to other thin bloods and those thin bloods then took it and passed it on to others um this is a a bunch of different alchemical recipes like in in game terms this is something that thin bloods could use to develop new formula or figure some of that shit out the hackles completely rise on terence's neck as his vitae blood whatever you would have it is it runs cold Oh, it's always room temperature, so there you go. It metaphorically. It it feels like a, 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 a shiv of ice was stabbed into his lower back. It, this this is a and he just he's just almost trembling as he looks at it and brings his 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 hands to his, his temple and rubs it back and forth. I I don't I can't believe it. Those little shits. Well, I guess what happens when you have a science and time trial and error you get to this just banging their heads against the wall hacking it out i am sure a small part of terrence which quickly pushes it farther down is not uh uh, words um can't help but think that this might have been how the tremere centuries ago first started with their own blood magic like if you were to go back say 500 years or so i think this might be how blood magic got started of course now it's a that that can't be true this is a refined art this is this is this is uh he, he looks at it and as he runs his hand across it on the screen he just says uh, the indelible stamp of our lowly origins 
I just... Hmm. I don't know whether I should be impressed, terrified, or disgusted. Maybe all three. And he'll uh, he'll he'll take the the files and close them, slam the laptop screen down shut, and begin packing these uh, material into a bag. Uh, but he stops halfway, and he takes the files from his computer and deletes about half of them. Like, Just that like random. Uh, not random, but he he like the, the the upper level of achievement, I guess, of the of the accomplishments of of what these individuals are are achieving or doing or or creating, manuscripting, if you will. And he's going to retard it back, but he's going to roll it back, right? So there's all this stuff going on, and it's all conglomerating to a certain point is what this feels like, like a recipe that's been touched by all these hands, right? Well, we're going to delete a few parts of it. We're going to break it a little. Where you can't make anything out of it, right? It wouldn't. It wouldn't compute. It wouldn't compile. Does, is that? No, I got you. Love tale. Just, the the real advances and uh, impressive stuff is being destroyed. Yeah, and we're going to leave that on the computer. Leave everything else on the USB drive. That's going to be kept intact. But we want the computer to have to be missing somewhere between twenty five and fifty percent of the information. And are, uh, yeah, are you doing anything to the actual journal? Uh, does the journal just—is it like a, a confirmation, or is it in addition to what, what does it have in addition to what was what, you know what was the files? So the files are everything that was in the journal. Right. The journal is still there. There's a printout, like photocopy of the journal on, you know, normal ass paper. That has right. Been so we're, we're, then, what we're going to do is we're going to um, photocopy the entire journal. Right. Already been done by the, your assistant. Right. So we have photocopy, and we have the journal, and then we're going to rip out and destroy those pages that coincide with the files that were deleted. So we want a rollback series of files on the laptop, and we want a rollback series of information on the notepad, the journal. Cool. Let me just look at your uh, character sheet here, because I'm trying to remember what your what your convictions are. I don't see robbery, any... obviously. <laughs> well, I was I wanted to make sure that something like protecting information or something like that wasn't important to Terrence. Well, we are protecting no. it. We're just there's a plan, but we are protecting it. Nothing has been ultimately destroyed. It's true. You you still have other copies, but you were given this with the express purpose of giving it to someone else. And now you have, uh, presumably, you're not going to give them the undamaged files because why else would you damage them then? Right. And, just, and if I've forgotten, I'm sorry, but who? who get, I thought Sandy got me these files. I thought this was like a research deal. So when your sire went to help get two kindred out of Torpor, you were handed this from Emma Conway to be given to Madame Fina. Uh, Sandy during the day, because she's just your ghoul, uh, made copies of them, left the copies there, you read through them, and chose to destroy potentially very important information. Uh, that that trigger memories? A bit. So I know that the Cyrus Alice, I want to say Madame Conway, is the uh, like librarian chief. 
Uh, she is a fashion designer. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, oh, she she. Yeah, I'm sorry. I forgot the context in which I received the shit. That's fine. It was a little while ago. There was some meeting with like multiple vampires where I was. Where, mm-hmm. I forget and the that. was it was, was there. It? Yeah. So Madam Conway gave the files to Terrence, right? Emma Conway, yes. Emma, sorry. Emma Conway gave the files to Terrence, who's a fashion designer for the purpose of... To be given to Madam Fina, who you know is a thin blood. Ah, and Madam Fina is uh, the one trying to learn blood magic. Well, thin blood Uh, magic. Thin blood magic, okay. So, and this was just like, hey, here's a textbook? Yes. They were like, give this to her. Oh yeah, yeah. We're still, well, then that's good because we're going to stick with everything we just did. Just <laughs> so is he just sure. supposed to deliver it to her, or is he supposed to like yeah. instruct from it? Yeah. Do you remember she came by and visited you and your sire at? Uh... Yeah, and, and Terrence was shitty to her. Yeah, because Terrence is a shitty person and shitty well, to everybody. Yeah, but specifically he was shitty <laughs> in a way that I vaguely remember. But uh, okay, so he's is he supposed to be instructing her or just giving her this book? Just at the moment, just giving her this book. Great, there you go. And, Problem solved. And access to <laughs> some library materials just as part of the whole thing. Great. Uh, cool. Uh, that's going to take you guys a while because there's a bunch here. You, you want to sit and decide what parts you're going to, uh, I guess, expunge or redact from this document. Yeah, you, you don't want to learn everything all at once. It just might confuse somebody. Yeah. After all, who knows better than the Tremere when it comes to blood magic? Exactly. And the last thing you want is somebody being confused and perplexed, like, what is this particular symbol? Or maybe I'm more important than I really am. Maybe I'm important. <laughs> <laughs> Spoken like the true Tremere. Okay. We're going to leave Terrence for a little bit and go over and visit with another Tremere, because as memory serves, the Coterie was heading uh, to have a conversation, I believe. Um, yeah, we were eventually going to have that discussion with Dr. Bain about Jimmy's sister. Uh, yeah, as memory serves, everybody was in the car after uh, meeting with your police contact, and then... Uh, finding out where Mrs. Walton, Jimmy's sister, has ended up. And uh, you got a little snack and some other fun things. Um, So the three of you are in this pretty nice car driving around the city. Uh, You guys don't have to go see Dr. Bain. I don't know what you guys want to do, but we're going to cut over to you and see what you guys get up to. Hmm. Yeah, Art's going through his head about receiving the uh, information from his police contact, uh, having just sucked the marrow out of one of Jibby's bones in order to give himself that snack and access to the blood. Um. Part of a lot, a large part of art right now is wondering if he has the marks of Diablery now because he just had a little, a little taste. But uh, I, I feel like art would know. Do so you have a couple of dots of occult, right? Two, yeah. 
Diablerie is a very specific thing, and it tastes supposedly like the best stuff ever to just destroy and consume a soul. And like, Jimmy was dead for a while. His soul's probably not hanging around in this femur. So he's probably not. You're probably not a Diablerist. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. And I think Art's Art's coming to that conclusion in his mind. It's like, yeah, no, no, the people I ate weren't weren't kindred. It's fine. Um, and eating Jimmy's, you know, thigh bone here didn't feel any different than any other uh, meat that you have consumed. Yeah, just tastes like horseradish. Got added to it. Just a little bit of a little bit of tingle. On, a, on account of the, like a... yeah, on account of the toriadorness. It's all that extra Toreador sass that's in there. Right. Uh, but the other two are also with you, so it's, uh, it's kind of up to you guys on what and where you guys want to go and do. So what do we think Dr. Bane is going to do for us? Uh, aside from acting enigmatic, uh, I expect uh, I will have to trade some favors in order to have him give us access to Jimmy's sister to to blank her mind of all of the events. But, like, isn't he just going to do that anyway? I don't want to have to owe him anything else. That guy's kind of creepy, and the hospital smells, and I don't like it. I mean, I kind of agree with Coco right now. Um, because he might want to know, like, how this all came about. How did Jimmy end up there? And... And then we have to tell him, or he'll find some way through blood magic to to get it from us. And next thing you know, he's running to the prince, and we're staked. I mean, is this really the best idea? Art pulls up to a stoplight, and he's sitting there, running this through his head as he's watching this red light. And by the time it turns green and everybody's supposed to go, he starts and then takes a right turn, starts turning away from where they were going. And it's still kind of in that direction. It's like he's taking a detour or he's trying to decide what to do next. So you agree? I mean... Like... I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Let, 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 let us talk this out. The report says that the remains were found on the front porch. I did not see anything in the report that said um, there were eyewitnesses to the event. It was just door opened. But because uh, Mrs. Walton is hyperventilating about finding bones and gore on the on, on the front porch. She gets committed, okay. But if she knows more than that, then I think we need to know. And whether or not he's going to be able to pull that information from her in the Tremere way. You're like super sneaky when you want to be. Can't you just like creep in there and boo just scare just enough to like put her over the edge to really like make her like because they're gonna find like the plastic bones and know that like she is obviously a nut 
I could and could not. We have been to the hospital before. Um, you know, I haven't checked that handshake in a bit. I wonder what they've said more recently or if they found it. Um, hmm. I am trying to operate now on what I know for certain, which is what is in police reports and her location. I can operate off of assumptions, but every time I've done that, it has gone very poorly. I will also point out that there is a husband that uh, you also know was, air quotes, a, a witness or present at the location at the time. And he is, uh, there's no mention of him being committed or psychi- psychiatric evaluation or anything like that. So presumably he has been, you know, he's allowed to continue to live back at his house. Well, I suppose it would be a question for Terence, maybe, as an easier Tremere to get a hold of as to whether or not uh, they could get uh, that out of her. Beh. I suppose we could always talk to her husband. He was not committed to the hospital. I say you guys just like take me home and drop me off. Like you really don't need me for any of this. Like I practiced the whole like lying thing and I totally got it down. And like, I think that I'm good with that and I don't really need to do any more. You guys could totally handle this. I'll just get in the way probably. Coco, you, you remember that I really should not be seen in public. Yes. I know. You can't blame a girl for trying though. I can, but I will not, as I have more pressing concerns. So do we all. I think Art is going to pull up the address on his phone that he's going to pull back out of the glove box and have its little Faraday Faraday cage. Pull that out and put in the uh, address. Although before he does that, he... uh, Pulls the back off the phone to pop the SIM card, puts in a new SIM card, and then puts the old SIM card back in the Faraday cage, puts everything back in the uh, the glove box, and then he'll he'll operate the uh, maps function with uh, the new SIM card because he's, he's paranoid like, like that. I mean, is it paranoid when you're the ex KGB? spy that eats people is it is it parent is it paranoia when a second baron has shown up dead in a calendar year i mean in that situation you know what happened to both of them so it's not like it's a mystery no it's just a conspiracy i think that's that's what got has arts goat the most is that he's part of yet another conspiracy to cover up something and yet he runs this fucking truther podcast. Am I a hypocrite? Am I a hypocrite? Am I a monster? Well, yes, we already knew that part. Obviously. Cool. Uh, it'll take you a little while to get there, but you're able to. Uh, do you guys want to pull up to the house or are you making some kind of clandestine approach? What's your 
you have free reign here. Sure, there's some police tape and a squad car that is hanging out nearby just to protect the air quotes crime scene as it has been less than 24 hours and the investigation is technically ongoing for now. Who knows what will happen in you know, another 24 hours when they find some tampering. But I think what will happen is that Art is going to do just a casual drive-by to see what kind of, of crowd there is. If there's more reporters or people doing follow-ups, he knows there's going to be, you know, police there probably. Um, but get an idea of what the street looks like. And if it's too hot, then he can turn away before he's seen since he's driving. And he's got a mug that people will remember. Sure. Uh, what is the highest wits and or awareness out of the group? I see a four wits. Unless the two of you and the, the two passengers are doing anything differently. No. Uh, I have five total. Yeah, I've got six. There you go. Uh, in that case, Art, do you want to roll with two extra die for assistance from the other two in the car, or do you yeah. want somebody else to roll for you? Uh, oh shit, that's right. Uh, yeah, I'll have somebody else roll for me. Go ahead and, uh, is anybody at more than one hunger? Uh, no, I more have... than one of what? I hunger. just have you. Okay, uh, if somebody wants to roll that with one hunger and uh, six total dice. Do it, miss. So, whatever it takes to boost your wits. Awareness. I would have hit the button myself, but it is doomed to fail. I could do it. I could do it. I promise. I'm working on it. See? See? Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, all right. Look at that. 125% return. Six dice, six successes, two tens. Um, the, as you slow roll past this house, the, the world slows to a crawl, and anything that the group of you would like to know about this house is about to be known to you. You just need to ask. There is a cop car that is sitting not directly in front of it but like off to the side so that uh the front of the house is still accessible but it is very clearly in view of the police tape on the front porch uh there is a light on inside and you can see uh, a figure walking around in there uh what else would you guys like to know about this place with your million successes um what does the front stoop look like just step step big open area there are two pillars with a an awning over it little light that's hanging out there to that you can turn on from the inside that is right over top of the the house number you know the kind of thing you would turn on when you're expecting a delivery driver to come up with your pizza late at night um does it have on the porch one of those little signs that says the whoever that family is yes and it is uh, Watson. What? Hold on, I'm gonna look at Jimmy's sheet real quick. Walton. Walton. Like the Walton. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm happy to. Let me look at his sheet real quick to make sure I don't botch names. Because 
it is Stacy Walton and Greg. Uh, let me give him a random last name because he did not have one. So we're just slowly rolling by and we see this and we're just like, oh, oh, that's that's the place. Uh, it is Greg Taylor and Stacy Walton. I, yeah, I see why she didn't take his name. Uh, all right. Smells like basic from here, honestly. I don't even want to like go in there. Coco, this is some of the most basic suburban middle class bullshit that you've probably seen in a long time. The only thing that's missing is a white picket fence. Uh, yeah, and I can like see the live, laugh, love sign from like out here. That is no place for me. Well, it still would make sense to talk to the man. I know that you are not a fan of getting out of car, but I'm going to have to figure out my own way to go in there and make him forget after I've asked him all the questions. I mean, like, I can pretend to be one of your reporters, like the woman on the streets, you know. Um, I'm just going to probably need one of those, like, newsboy hats or something to, like, look legit. Um, do I have newsboy cap in the back? No, I don't. I only have the Victorian street orphan hat, and I have this um little trilby with a blood stain on it I found after a brawl at the club. You can have either of those. Otherwise, you'll just have to wing it. What did Jimmy's sister do for a living? Looking at art, he should know. He should he know. Paralegal. That was actually something that was written down. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Um, maybe Coco could go in and just say that, you know, she heard what happened to her. And if he asked, well, how do you know her? Maybe she interned at the office. Okay, ew. First, you're going to have to tell me, like, what even a paralegal, like, really does. Like, I know my dad had a couple, like, skanks working around, like, his office sometimes, and they were always changing. So I don't really think that they did anything aside from, like, walk around and, like, you know, be a distraction. Yeah, I don't think you know any legal terms. Oh, she knows some legal terms, like probation. <laughs> <laughs> Rehabilitation. Resisting. Parole. <laughs> Legal limits. You know. Art, why don't you just sneak in? I... Do your thing and then get out. If you want help, I, I can go in with you. If you want me to distract him so you can have an easier time, that's fine. But, you know. I got it. I could interview the cop first. And that could be like a distraction, right? I mean, it would be nice if you could distract the cop. I don't care how. I mean, you know. I I have some cares how. No death. And no getting arrested. Thanks, you guys. Oh, God. Yes, if you wish to speak with policeman, see what he will tell you. Otherwise, keep him distracted, and they will see if they've got one of those ring cameras and if they do if i can find their wireless network port the, the i don't front... even think that you need that i think that there's like an app like a friend of mine he was this old weird biker he had one and it was just like an app on his phone and it like cuts everything out it's so weird i thought you knew about that stuff 
Well, it's not about disabling it. It's to pull the video from the previous evening. They should keep 30 days in the uh, in, in the cloud. I just have to find the right way to get in. You're so smart. I'm sorry. No, it is fine. It is fine. Um, I'll just pull up here a bit and... I think I'm wearing sufficiently black enough. No, not with the sweatshirt. Mm. Well, student newspaper it is. So Art is going to pull up a little further and uh, pull the ball cap off that he was wearing underneath the hoodie. And he's going to grab that flat cap that was in the, the back back seat that he talked about earlier. And he'll throw that on his head and put the hood back over. Got his dark glasses. And who are you going to try and go talk to? Uh, Art is going to go probably terrify the uh, husband. Cool. Uh, the other two of you, are you doing anything to assist Art in his little adventure? Yeah, I'm going to try and go fake interview the police officer on scene for a little distraction. Cool. Uh, Art, are you just going to go up and knock on the door, or are you going to sneak inside and try to talk to him there? I am going to... First, does does he have a video doorbell? Uh, do you like high or low? Uh, I like low. Okay. Uh, now I'm trying to think because you rolled a million successes on the wits and awareness roll, but at the same time, uh, you know what it it probably is. It is probably some sort of monitoring system. They have some sort of monitoring system that is like a ring doorbell, but it's not on Wi-Fi or wireless. It is something that is hardwired that is out of date by modern standards, but could hold the information that you are seeking if you could uh, get into it and get to it physically. Um, you know that Jimmy was not very tech savvy. These people have the idea of additional home security, maybe even was part of a security package that they, uh, you know, they got the little stand on the front lawn or would have if it wasn't so dated. Uh, but if you could get in and get to some sort of access to a, a physical thing, you could mess with it. Because you rolled like a million successes. Um, okay, if that's the case, I don't want to go to the front door. I want to um, slip around to see if I can get into the house via the garage sure um, and start looking for uh the tapes uh i guess just the stealth roll then and how would you like not i'm sorry coco how would you like to try and come up on this guy are you just gonna walk up and bang on his door the the cop yes I'm going to try and approach him from like the front 
driver's side so that if he is looking out the window, he can kind of see me coming. And I'm going to put on my best sachet as I'm walking up to the car. And then my prettiest smile and my nicest knock on the window. Cool. Are you using the blush of life to appear alive? Yes, because they just like went through something scary last night. Cool. Go ahead and roll me your rouse check for that. Coco gets hungrier as she calls upon the blood to fake being alive. And then, Missy, while this is going on, are you doing anything or are you just going to chill? I'm just going to chill. Okay. Uh, Coco, go ahead and give me some kind of charisma-based role here with this police officer to uh, to provide this distraction. Um, and like subterfuge, maybe, because I'm trying to like lie to him. That works for me. Cool. Uh. As you walk up on this cop, you can see through the windshield that he goes from a slacking, lounging position with his silhouette illuminated by the cell phone that he is playing on to look more prepared and presentable, as though he is paying attention. It is late at night, but here we are. And when you knock on the door, he rolls it down a couple of inches and begins to talk to you. Are you attempting to get any information out of him, or are you just distracting? Um, more distraction, but I want to kind of pile on the flattery. Like, you know, we are such big fans of the work that you guys do around here. Like, thank you so much. Tell him some fake story about how he helped my friend um, Jada. Um, and Like, how the local police helped my friend Jada not that long ago. And, you know, I just really could use a blurb for this story that we're writing about this crazy case. And does he believe that it was, like, actually, like, vampires oh my god that's crazy we'll cut away from you and your chit-chatting with this police officer and we're gonna find art taking this opportunity to to slink around to find another point to enter into the house are you obfuscating or are you just relying on natural stealth at this point at this time i'm going to rely on natural stealth excellent uh can you give me a dexterity plus larceny roll as you overcome the meager defenses that this place has? Just don't completely fuck it up. Cool. Mischief managed. Mischief managed. Uh, up to you. Do you want to come in through a window, back door, side door? How would you like to enter this domicile? Um... I think Art is going to slide in via door. Um, it's generally a crapshoot if somebody is going to lock all doors into the house at any given time, especially when the resident is traumatized by a recent crime and the potentially involuntary committing of his wife to a mental hospital. So he's going to try the garage like walk-in door and he does like he feels that it's locked he kind of 
rolls his eyes and out come the picks and it's no time before he's literally popped the lock and he slips inside and quietly closes the door starting to look for wires or anything that would suggest a uh, security system recorder give me uh, I guess wits and investigation or wits and awareness whichever one is better for you Three successes on Three seven successes. dice. X. Uh, I think Terrence is your lucky charm with, with dice rolling here. Uh, it is easy for you to hear Greg, the, the husband, moving around the house. He's got no reason to act stealthily. He is he owns the house. There's a police officer outside. Uh Casey wants to make his presence known. Give me one second to shut the door. No? Are you done meowing? Okay. Cats. They're so fucking cute. They are. Um, in, your, in your skulking about in his house, with him making noise going about, whatever his nightly routine is going to be for the next couple of nights with his wife... I don't want to say incarcerated, but you know, not here. Uh, you can easily avoid him. You can stand in place with your cloak of shadows when he goes by. Simple, simple stuff. Things you will notice is that on the kitchen table, there is a glass that has had liquid in it recently next to a recently purchased uh, cheap bottle of whiskey. Okay. Yep. Clearly he has taken to the bottle at the very least for tonight. Uh, he is in sleepwear, so he's not planning on going anywhere. And you can find what amounts to their, I guess, like a home office. Uh, Stacy being a paralegal, she would have some place where she would bring home a laptop for work occasionally, that sort of thing. It's nothing quite like your command center, but it is a place of technology and inside you can find a uh you can find her laptop you can find a desktop computer that is here it is turned on uh there's a wi-fi router here that you can see if you wanted to get on their wi-fi it's there's all kinds of things here for you to mess with so i would love to know what you want to mess with Oh, Art 100% is is jumping on the Wi-Fi, so he can uh, put in a uh, exterior access, and he can hop in on on his rig later and just start grabbing all the data that's on the network. That that password is on the router. It is the stock password that came with the router that the communications company installed. Yep. Why would yeah. they change it? It's it's a number and a common word. In this case, cucumber and 32. Anything you want to do with it right this moment or just wait for results to come back from your snooping? Uh, do some results for snooping and really keep an, keep an eye on the guy. Uh, if I don't get what I want, I will probably have to sit down and talk with him and probably uh, dip into the uh, fix what jump Jimmy fucked up budget. So he'll probably end up paying a wear guild. Cool. 
Uh, I guess intelligence and technology, because this is something you hate rolling. And I do feel like I'm asking you to make a lot of rolls, but you're doing some important things. Well, now that the actual successes are coming, I don't mind hitting the button so much. Makes me feel better. Yeah, Terrence, you just need to blow on these dice for me, baby. Ooh. <laughs> uh, are you cool with three successes? Yeah, I'm fine with three. Okay. Um, you are able to find... Uh, it's not a ring camera, because it's not Wi-Fi, but whatever their camera system was, it is set up to to record to the computer back here when you're digging around to mess with it you find a, an old faded sticky note that says don't turn off on the side of the desktop which just gives you access to all kinds of things um old things but things nonetheless including the camera footage from outside and you can scroll through it and see exactly what happened there uh which I believe you have listened to by this point. I know the listeners have by now. So uh, you know exactly what happened with Jimmy that night. Yeah, and Art actually seeing it and, and realizing you know, the, the action that he started and how it finishes. You know, a part of him is going to register when that door opens and people you know, see him, see Jimmy there. But I think that's just kind of forgotten as he's watching how how Jimmy dies and just feeling that crushing weight of mortality for a second. So let me ask you this. Uh, you have a conviction that his family is everything and you killed somebody that was part of your sort. Do you think that Jimmy is like your part of air quotes found family or is he outside of that definition to you? No, Art didn't think of, of Jimmy as family. He or loved his family, I guess. Like, you know how there's that the drunk uncle that's not like your family by blood, but by marriage and everybody wishes that the marriage would, would dissolve. That's what he that's what he feels about Jimmy. So the kind of uh, the kind of uncle that is invited to family functions because they have to be. But nobody ever wants to talk about anything with them. And God forbid politics get brought up. Right. Yeah. And it's just that's that's the way it's always been. Jimmy was not an asset, but definitely somebody who had to be watched. And Art feels that he was defend defending what is closest to family that he still has. Like Coco wasn't in danger, but she was next on the block if art went down because that's how Jimmy had been acting. So that's how he's going to justify it. That's fine. Like uh, that was terrible, but I did it to protect the others. Is Missy family? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Jube can do with that information as she sees fit. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that meme where people break into the house and they tell the parents that, you know, you have to choose your favorite kid. And then they say, you're welcome. Do with this information what you will. Right. Cool. All right. So no, no stains for art in this situation. So I presume you delete that data after making a copy of it. Because that seems to be art's usual go-to. 
Uh, right. He's he's going to go a bit further. Like he's he's going to see how far back this data goes. It goes back far. Uh, not like since it was installed, but it goes back a couple of years because this is really the only thing this computer has been used for. Um, especially after Stacy got her paralegal job where she has the company laptop. So I don't know if there's anything else you want to know about their coming and goings from their little uh, camera that they have set up here out the front of their house. Um, Art is going to he's he's going to open up his um, hoodie pocket and he's got like it looks like a um, almost like a lipstick case or uh, you know the the twisty part not the whole case but you get it. And he's going to pop the top off, and there's a USB key in there. It's, uh, you know, it's a USB drive, so he can pull data. And he's going to pull all of the video data that's there. And then um, he is going to see if there's really anything else of, uh, of use in there. And if not, he's just going to junk the computer like he will uh yeah he's he's going to gently like pull apart the case so he can get to uh the drive itself like physically and he will uh physically short the drive so it chunks itself and you can't recover it sure easily sabotaged yeah and then he'll quietly put everything back together and uh It'll still, I think, run, but there's going to be no data there. So when he remembers to go give the security tapes to the police, they're not going to be there because the drive's gone. Easily done for somebody of your skill and stealthy capabilities. Uh, anything else you want to do inside the house before we cut back outside? I think Art will let the camera pan off of him as he is quietly stalking Greg so he can look at pictures of uh, of him and Stacy if uh, Jimmy ever shows up in any of the pictures, probably not. Uh, kind of starting to build that profile of the two just in case. Uh a thing that you will know that yeah, I think that you will notice pretty easily from looking at the pictures is no, Jimmy does not show up in a lot of them. Uh, really, the only one that you see him in is like a wedding photo uh, where he was part of the wedding party. Um, you will see pictures of two kids with Greg and Stacy. The most recent looking picture puts them about 10 and 8-ish. Uh, I don't have details on names or anything for them. So not that you would get names from a picture, but you know what I mean. Right. Uh, but there are kids that are somewhere else right now. They're not home for whatever reason you want to draw your own conclusion of but it shouldn't be too hard to come up with one given the circumstances. Right. And uh, 
if that's all you want to do inside, we will cut outside to Missy. Okay. Uh, Missy, what you thinking about sitting out here in the car by yourself? Uh, well, right now she's uh, worried that Coco's going to, you know, get the cop to end up wanting to arrest her for some reason. And we'll have to deal with a new problem that Art's going to get caught or, you know, he won't be able to, you know, get anything that could help us. Going to Bane is a bad idea because he's going to find out what happened and run to the, the prince and, and, you know, sell us all out or, or we'll be indebted to him and under his thumb. And, and, uh, she doesn't like Bane anyway. I mean, that was where she was staked by Keith because of that whole ritual thing that went wonky where she relived that horrible experience. And, uh, it, it's, she's worried. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. wanted do anything about her or is she just going to run it over in her head? No, she's... We're all talking about it. Yeah. In her head. Going through every scenario, but none of them are good. They're all just worse and worse and worse and worse. So she's, she's spiraling pretty bad. Do you, as a player, want to roll anything to attempt to garner some kind of clue, lead, or other interesting factoid from this situation? Keeping in mind that, you know, you have superpowers. I do. Ooh, that's not a good role for a premonition. She probably can't get open to anything. She's so wrapped up in, in her head. Uh, you do have access to spending willpower to reroll three of those dice. If you want. Mm -hmm. Two mm -hmm. successes. Mm -hmm. Are you... Is Missy trying to force it, or is Jupe looking for some kind of, like, the passive part of uh, Premonition, where things just kind of come to you? I think Missy is trying to find a way out of this to where they're all okay. That they're, they're not going to suffer the consequence of, you know, being staked and everybody's fine. And, and I think she's trying to find the way out. She's in a maze of horribleness and she wants her way out. Is she forcing the blood or is this something forcing. that's just forcing? Okay. Uh, paint me a picture of what it looks like when she wants to force this premonition. Is she, does she take a particular, you know, meditative stance or concentration or what yeah it's that sit back in the uh, sit back in the car uh seat and you know that breathe in your nose count of four breathe out your mouth count of four kind of a calm yourself down meditative thing um but it takes a bit because you know she's it's breathing a, a little down. rapidly so yeah it takes a while before that actually does calm her down to where she can you know let her mind kind of go using the blood let her mind go and try to find that solution excellent this is this is wonderful you are sitting in the back seat of this car and as you are faking this breathing because you don't need to but you're it's something for you to focus your attention on so that you can plumb the depths of your vitae for an answer and when you open your eyes for thinking that it's not working, you are surrounded by blackness. The 
the inky blackness of the void, and there is nothing but you and the car here. What would you like to do? I'm in the back seat of the car when I open my eyes. It's just I'm still in the car, but there's an inky blackness void around me. Yep, just like in Stranger Things, and I'm totally not ripping off. Uh, step out of the car. Sure. You step out of the car, and you hear the sound of something rustling in leaves. And not the kind of... Uh, not that kind of leaves that are on a tree when the wind blows. This is like the crunch of dead leaves and fall. And as you hear this sound, you will hear something moving. Uh, you will hear something moving in these leaves around your feet, around the car. Uh, try to look down and, and see what I can see. Move my foot to, or, you know, take my foot to kind of kick the leaves around. Sure. As you do, you will see that Underneath the leaves are roots, and these are roots that go out into leaves, into darkness, and you don't see what they are attached to. But what you will see moving is the body of a snake with some of these leaves on top of them. And as you begin to move some of these leaves to the side, you will see that you're in the middle of the snake pushing them to the side some more it begins to go around you in a circle to where you finally find the head of the snake which is open and making swallowing motions and on the other side uh, and in its mouth you will see what looks like a tail a tail of a snake with the same coloration and as you finish moving these leaves away you will see that the snake is eating its own tail as it lies atop a mess of vines and roots that are all dead and dried. Does the snake have any particular markings or colors? Let me look at your scales. I'm happy to have some sort of role to come up with something here. Insight? Whatever you want to roll. Intelligence? Insurance? Sure. To try and puzzle things out. Nothing. I don't know how many thoughts of a cult you have. Uh, a, pretty common, a pretty common occult symbol is the Ouroboros, and it is of a snake that is eating its own tail, uh, often used in situations that represent a cycle or, I guess let me just... Let me make sure I'm not completely making shit up. <laughs> making all of Yeah, but I want to make it at least. Uh, Ouroboruses are alchemical and magical symbols that are often used that represents or expresses the unity of all things material and spiritual, which never disappear but perpetually change form in an eternal cycle of destruction and recreation. Uh, Missy probably has a less clinical understanding of what a snake eating its own tail symbolizes as far as the occult is concerned, but that is what you 
you come to with your two successes on your premonition that mm-hmm. somehow the snake, this roots, this these dead leaves and stuff are somehow related to getting out of this situation without being completely fucked. Alright. Um, she'll try to uh, she'll get back in the car. Kind of wait for that for the feeling to go away. That feeling to go away, like to when she's like back. Um, and yeah. then if she can find anything in the car, paper and pen or pencil or one of Coco's lipsticks, I don't care. She'll try to draw what she's. Sure. Art in your car, is there crowns on a coloring book or something for <laughs> Missy to use? Uh, I am positive there are notebooks and pens and pencils like all over the back of that car. Yeah, easy enough for you to find something to begin to draw. Cool. Uh, and then I think we will cut over to Coco talking to this police officer, just doing a nice a nice little talk. Maybe a little flirting, maybe? I mean, obviously. Okay. Uh, is there anything you want to find out from him, like, for realsies, because you did roll pretty well in, in talking to him and pulling off this reporter thing? Yeah, so, like, off the record, like, just you and me, like, what do you really think? Because this is, like, a little nutty, right? I think if any points to the house, if she didn't work for a judge, I wouldn't be sitting out here. That's great. Like, what judge does she work for? Do you know? Can you tell me? He says Judge Bellingham's name. And, uh, unsure about how Coco feels about that. Well, you heard me call all of the, um, paralegal things like skanks before. Sure did. Um, oh, that, they always get special, like, privileges, don't they? I've met some of those, like, judge working for, like, girls before, um, just in the line of, like, you know, my interviews and stuff, and they always come off as, like, better than us. Do you get that impression, too? He checks to make sure that you're not writing any of this stuff down, this off-the-record part, because some of the stuff that he could have said could probably get him in some trouble. Um. But he he agrees. He's like, yeah, there's... Just because my boss knows this judge and he's trying to make nice and you know, he, I gotta sit here, but ever since you showed up, it's been a lot better. And he gives you a smile. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you. Like, we should totally get together sometime. Like, after this whole thing, like, winds down or whatever. Um, can I give you my phone number? He is very happy to get your phone number and immediately text you so that you have his phone number and that he can hear or see you respond to your phone so that he knows that you're not giving him a bullshit number. Obviously, I gave him my real number. So, like... As I'm standing there with him, I like open my phone up and just send him a little heart back and just like look at him and smile again. Like, thank you so much, Officer. What was his name? God damn it. 
His name is Tyler Varner. Thank you so much, Officer Varner. Like, you have been so sweet, and I promise I won't tell anybody of, like, any of that stuff. Like, what time do you get off tonight, or are you on, like, all night long? He informs you that he is on until, uh, he works, like, 9 to 9, so, like, 9 at night till 9 in the morning, which is well past sunrise. Oh my goodness, it's like way too late for me now. I only have like a couple hours left in me, but we should get together on like your next like evening off. Maybe we'll get a drink or something. I know this like cute club. He is 100% down and into you to varying degrees of uh, getting in way over his head. Do you think that there's like any other like weird little deets that I should like actually put into like the article like i obviously won't like mention your name or anything but like is there anything like on the sly you can throw me that way maybe i can finally like get a little bit of attention uh he just follows up with i don't think this is really going to be much of anything the from what i read in the official reports this sounds like and a crazy thing that could obviously She's probably just looking for some excuse, some marital problems or something. What she was saying doesn't make any sense. So I'm sure this will just all be nothing. Like, she's in the psych ward now, so I'm sure that this will all just be gossip soon and forgotten about for the next big thing. I know. I saw that. That, like, poor thing. I'm going to have to comb through, like, I guess her socials just to see if there was. I mean, it's a cute house. Do you think that they were actually having problems? But when you've been at this as long as I have, it's it's never anything that's been. The simplest solutions are, are usually the best. You know what I mean? Like, just making stuff up or who knows? on some kind of hallucinogens or just trying to get away from her husband or something. I don't know. I'm just here to, to watch the place, make sure nobody messes with the any points over at the front door. And thank goodness, too. Coco starts, like, kind of twirling her hair. You know, I heard that um, sometimes um, people that take, like, too much Xanax, like those, like, older, like, um, house moms and stuff, they can go into, like, some weird psychosis. I wonder if that's what this is. He gets out that little cop notebook and writes Xanax, circles it, puts a question mark puts it back away maybe we'll have to have the boys check for prescriptions and not prescriptions but uh does that mean and she points at like the notepad does that mean that like i'm kind of helping like officially that's so cool i can't see anything officially and he's you know puts his hands up with a wink okay 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 um officer varner please make sure to like give me a call soon okay like um i typically work nights obviously so like i'm not really around too too much during the day i have to like sleep and everything and i have school um so just like any time usually like after seven i'm pretty much around he gives you not yeah i i work the night shift too i understand how it is Okay, love that. Um, and I just kind of throw a glance back at the house. It's 
probably been time. Um, I, I'm going to go for a little bit, like, um, and I'll see you soon. Thank you. He gives you a, a tip of the cap and says, have a good night. And I, in, just instead of walking directly back to the car, I'm going to walk um, again away the same way that I had come, which was, you know, away from the front of the car. But I'm going to kind of keep going like I'm walking around the block because I don't I'm not sure that he even saw me get out of that car. And I don't want to see him see me get in and just sit there if that's like the case. Yeah, no, he'll watch you leave for lecherous reasons but uh after a while you're able to get back to the car as the three of you reconvene in the car is there anything you want to talk about in this moment before we close out all right um so jimmy's sister works for my dad and uh missy's gonna jump up from the back seat and shove the paper in his face i saw this what's it mean Art's taking in all this information and he throws his hands up. It's like, this is um, this is picture of uh, old Russian video game program? I remember this snake. Yes, I remember that. Um, I know a drug dealer with that tattoo once. Is that is that what you saw, Mischief? Is, is drug dealer with snake tattoo? No, I've seen that tattooed on a lot of people in the streets, but no, it was, it's the snake and it's eating itself and it's got the dead leaves and it's dead roots and it's, it's our way out. It's how we're going to get out of this situation. We just have to figure out what it means. Ah. Art will look at it again and he'll think back to his occult research and given the incredible amount of shit that has gone on during this last 24 hours where weeks happen, he'll put the notebook down, rest his hand on it, and he will say, I, I think it means that maybe it does not matter. I think that... You know, when snake eats itself, it makes circle. Yeah, I have I have heard of 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 this this before, of course. It is um, the endless cycle, decay, death, undeath, and as someone dies, someone meets the final death, then it paves the way to someone else who is cursed by the day. So perhaps it is just stay the course. Also, I saw the exact moment that Jimmy died. I have it on video if you want to watch it. Yes. Pass. I will send it to phone later then. Art will uh, start the car, put it in drive. And uh, start driving back towards the mall. I think we can call it here until we can speak with parents about what happened. So as we fade away from the three of you in the car and all of the revelations that you have, we come back over to 
Terrence's library where he is. Uh, you finished making your, we'll call them edits generously to this book that you have. Uh, are you keeping the, are you keeping the original papers or are you just destroying them? No, we're keeping them. Yeah. Okay. Where do we find Terrence when Sandy knocks on your door to get your attention because Madame Fina has arrived and is looking to speak with you? He'll uh, be perusing, going over all the corrections and little subtractions he's made, cleaning up a few pieces of um, symbolic punctuation here or there. And uh, as he hears that knock, knock, knock on the door, he'll say, ah, rub his hands together, adjust his glasses, say yes. Uh, Sandy pushes open the door and says, there's a... Miss Fina here to see you? Something about picking up some research materials? Yes. Uh, go ahead and send her in. She gives you a nod, slowly closes the door, gives you a last look of a smile before closing the door, and we fade to black. is the 13th of September 2023 and speaking of getting caught up Cotton what do you remember that happened last time Oh well not much uh okay. pretty eventful I think we got some some sandwiches and uh, well no uh, what, what I remember happening what and what Terrence remembers happening is that we're all you know we're all in the mall and we're going to go down there and explore stuff and then Jimmy loses his collective shit and beats the shit out of multiple he beats he beats up multiple people beats the shit out of Terrence so that's that that happened. And then what happened is that we were all down there apparently for an ulterior motive. Art makes a play for the coterie and murders Jimmy. Oh my god. Jimmy, not even knowing that he is going to die, although possibly suspects something. Maybe not. Goes about his day be, doing Jimmy things that Terrence has no knowledge of. And then I guess you can't quite say fade to black. More like fade to goo in front of his sister, which is a way to go. You know, certainly a way to go. You could say he fell apart in front of his family. Yeah, that's that's certainly a thing that that definitely happened. <laughs> All right, cool. So, so, you, so yeah. you actually have a good memory of what happened, right? Yeah. That's time for another drinky poo. Let's keep it. <laughs> um, I do have one question before we get started that hopefully will be edited out um when it comes to relationships between kindred and their uh ghouls and whatnot mm -hmm. do they feed on their ghouls is that like farming or is it not a cool thing like they just take your um vitae i mean deal? you can and being fed upon does feel awesome but it's also the kind of thing that is not super sustainable like you can do it every like have you ever given blood Okay, I understand what you're saying. I totally get the vibe. Yeah. It's not quite to the, you can't do it again for six weeks? It's a it's a thing that can happen, but it's obviously not. It's not sustainable long term. It's not going to be necessarily normalized as a... Yeah, I get it. That's, that's what I wanted to know. 56 days is the answer. Well, wow. Jesus. Yeah, that's a lot of time. <laughs> Granted, you know... In a giving blood situation, they actually care about the health and well-being of the people that are giving blood, supposedly. Uh, you can just go get another ghoul if you want. 
<laughs> but on that note, because yes. we're going to have a, a, a handful of things to take care of with Terrence here. Um, <laughs> yep, a, a not great mall. That hey, now, is... we've put a lot of work into this mall. It is now kind of crappy and not not great. So, so sh- show some fucking respect. In this case, cucumber and thirty-two. That's my safe word. <laughs> Just kidding. It's cucumber thirty-two. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I thought it was funny. Uh, that was actually the stock router password of a friend of mine years ago, and it was just like cucumber. Okay, sure. I mean, it's easy to memorize, right? It is. Clearly, if you remember it years later. <laughs> exactly. So it, it did its thing. It functioned as it should. Um, so he'll probably end up paying a wear guild uh, to... Paying a what? The wear guild. I don't know what that is. Um, it's uh, blood payment. So... Yeah. It's 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 uh, the the money the fine that you would pay the lord for killing his servant. Gotcha. Uh, I just never heard that. Uh, is that like the Russian version of that word, or is that? Uh, it's it's more of a Viking Scandinavian kind of way of saying it. Okay, I just never heard it referred to in that terminology. Sure. This Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle is a non-official, fan-created work by the Without a Net podcast. Portions of the materials used in this actual play are the copyrights and trademarks of Paradox Interactive AB and are used with their permission. All rights are reserved. For any further information in those regards, or maybe upcoming releases, eh? You can find them at worldofdarkness.com.